In every one of us, we have this certain sense of longing. A longing that's described in a way where we could use the words like emptiness, waiting, incomplete, not all whole. It might be a longing when the days feel so long, when we're waiting to see a loved one because they're away on a business trip or a child that's in another state in college. When I was at Fort Hood, sometimes I would go bless houses for families where spouses would be deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan. The spouse and children would talk if the deployed soldier was in the next room. And always before I left, They would always express their yearning for the day they would be reunited. I have a friend whose son is in Arizona at a boarding school. He told me he has this longing for his son to travel back home because he misses him and speaking with him face to face. Many years ago, there was this extraordinary story publicized throughout the media It was about this young 13-year-old girl. Her name was Taylor. And she died while on the last day of a family skiing trip in Colorado. Her organs were donated by her parents so others could live. Taylor's mother said the choice to donate her organs was so easy because Taylor was a giving and loving person. A woman named Patricia, she was 39 years old, received Taylor's heart. Although all organ donations are confidential, Taylor's family heard of an article where a woman in Arizona received a heart from a 13-year-old. They put two and two together, and months later, Taylor's mother met Patricia. And when they met, Taylor's mother made an emotional request. She asked Patricia, can I lay my head on your chest and listen to my daughter's heart? Patricia said yes. Taylor's mother said she had this great longing to hear the heart of her daughter again because a piece of her daughter continues to live and that it brought life to someone else. With these stories, we, we approach today's gospel, a gospel of patience, of longing, and fulfillment. In the story, we find two figures, Simeon and Anna. The name Simeon means God has heard. The name Anna means grace and favor. I want you to imagine with me that Simeon represents all of those who have longed to hear what God is saying through Jesus. For thousands of years throughout the whole Old Testament, the Israelites have heard that one day God will send the Messiah, the one who saves. And a great number of Jews believe that 
they were God's chosen people. They would one day become masters of the world and Lord to all nations. To bring this day to fruition, some believed there would be a rise of another king of David's line. Some believe God himself would break into history by some supernatural means. Simeon and Anna were people who have been at the temple for a long time. They've been waiting and waiting for this revelation of the one who will bring salvation to the world. And one day, Mary and Joseph, 40 days after giving birth, walk into the temple with their child Jesus. In appearance, there's nothing about this child that is unique. He has been brought like other children to the temple to be presented to God. But the Spirit spoke to Simeon and Anna. This is the child that's finally come to fulfill our deepest longings. And listen to the words Simeon uses to bless this child. My eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all peoples. Simeon makes it clear that this saving event, this merciful love, God has come to establish in the person of Jesus. Salvation is not just for a small group of people. It's for everyone. Salvation is for the guy at the stoplight that makes us feel uncomfortable while he holds the cardboard sign asking for money and we never make eye contact. Salvation is for those who are on death row waiting for their execution. Salvation is for the homeless who walk the streets of Austin as we drive by and often sometimes judge them. And salvation is for that person who hurt me, the person or family member I just can't forgive. And when we recognize this, when we truly comprehend that God's salvation is for everyone, it causes us to open our hearts and be kinder, more patient, and more loving. It is listening to the longing inside of us, to what God says about that longing. And it brings fulfillment. Like Simeon, who waited in humble and faithful expectation, longing for that day God would comfort his people, all of his people. And Anna, we don't know much about her, except what we read in our scripture passage. She was 84 years old. She was a widow. She had known sorrow and loss in her life by losing her husband. But she didn't grow bitter. I've noticed something significant when we experience a great loss or we suffer. One of two things happen. We either become angry, bitter, and cold almost as if our hearts shrink 
or we become more loving, kind-hearted, and compassionate. Almost as if our hearts expand. Through all the aches and pains of old age, the years had left Anna without bitterness, but in hope. Because day by day she kept in contact with God, who is a source of strength. In this reading from Luke, Simeon foretells that Mary's heart will be pierced by a sword. Mary, with her sorrows, clearly shares in our redemptive history. And it tells us, in the process of fulfilling the longing deep within us, of following Christ and remaining in his presence, we will, re- we will still experience pain and suffering. It's not like a switch and a light comes on and everything is perfect in our lives. That's false spirituality. No, it is about a light that comes in and illumines our journey. And we begin to see the plan God has for our lives. We see the goal. And when we suffer, and when we face the many challenges that are thrown at us every day, we don't lose sight of the real meaning and purpose of our lives. Because we want the results of salvation so much. Simeon and Anna waited many years patiently to be with Jesus. They long for the word to become flesh. Although we cannot hold the baby Jesus, I believe we have an advantage of spending time with Jesus every day as we celebrate this Eucharist with Jesus. In the adoration, in the confessional, Sacraments are where we can have an intimate relation and encounter with Christ himself. And if we look really hard, we can find Christ in our neighbor, in our family members, and in especially those we make a point not to make eye contact with. Let us let the light Jesus brings into this world be our encouragement to continue good works we are asked to do so we may reach the wonderful place of light and goodness and what we all long for our own salvation